0: Welcome to Grace Bible Fellowship's Sermon Archive. Our prayer is that you will be abundantly blessed as you listen to this sermon delivered by our guest speaker. Join us as we are appointed to the grace found in Jesus Christ alone as recorded in God's holy word. Hallelujah to the king. We thank God that we're here. We thank God to have this privilege, amen, to, to talk about Jesus, you know, he's... He's so wonderful, and we need to address him as such. It's the biggest thing that ever happened to mankind. Amen. Hallelujah! You know, in in a, in, in the Word of God, He says, "Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the Word of Christ." So it's a crucial situation to hear the Word of Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord. I declare declare myself bankrupt in front of you, Lord. I know, Lord, that I'm not the best preacher. I'm nobody, but you are somebody. You are the Almighty God. You are the one that talks through us, Lord. I ask you to come and talk through me, through your people, Lord. It is very crucial that your words being preached today, Lord, and we do this for your for your kingdom, God, for your kingdom and for your glory, Lord. Thank you for This wonderful opportunity, Lord, to be here. We thank you, Lord, that we can comprehend the word of God through your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because we want to praise you. We want to honor you. We want to give you all the glory that you deserve, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Thank you for us to be here. Thank you for your word. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, it is not easy to be up here. And that's when I totally, totally, because I do a lot of things by myself and I find myself that everything I do, I have to depend on Jesus. That everything I do in my life, I have to depend on the Spirit of God to guide me. Not just now, especially now, but always. And everything I do, and all my work and everything I do, I say, God, here I am. Just use me as you please according to your word, according to your spirit. Amen? So we see the in the, in the word of God, we see the, the gospel. And we see the gospel of God and the preaching of the gospel is where Romans talks about it a lot. We need to be exposing ourselves to the, to the word of God and to his spirit so we can guide people to Christ. You know, you, know you're, you are God's best to take this gospel forward. And we have to understand that. We have to digest it in our heart that we are what God's got to reach out to El Paso. You are God's best. You are the one that was chosen to take this. That's why it's important. In the Gospel of the Epistle of, of, uh, of Romans... You know, from Romans 1 to 7, it says all, "All, to all the beloved, to all the beloved of God in Rome, thy primary work of the doctrine and the historical righteousness of God commended sinners to know the glorious truth of the grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. That means we deposit everything in God's hand. That means we move aside of what we know, and our knowledge has to be moved aside so Christ can be glorified. Paul said it this way, I don't know know or pretend to know anything, but only this thing I know that Christ crucified and crucified for me. And that's all we need to know that God... Jesus passes his, pass his life, his body on the cross, so we can have the freedom that we have today to be able to honor God, to be able to raise our hands, to clap our hands, to sing with freedom, to be able to take this gospel to the people that are hurting so much in El Paso. Just look at it, one thing, in our, in our relatives, we found people that don't believe I'm going to say something that my pastor told me one time. And he said, you know, Chris, in our lifetime, the only thing that people see about Christ, some people will only see in Christ, is your testimony, your life, your love for the cross, your love for grace. is the only thing they'll see because they will never Open the Bible. I'm so glad to hear. I delight myself knowing that these people, Lee, are reading the Bible. Isn't it great to know that somebody is reading the Bible? There's somebody reading God's book. And it's so amazing to hear this. You know, on Romans... On Romans, uh, if you go back, the reason I'm saying this is because we got to go back, back to Romans in order to exposit this thing. It's very hard to exposite it without going back. You know, from Romans 1 to 18 to 32, it has a, a divine judgment over people that turned their backs to God, that they knew him, but they left him. And, and 2.16 is the universal sin, and 3.19 and 20, the justification by faith alone. And on on chapters 9 to 10, it's about God's future for Israel. And now, with Israel, turning their back to God, they wanted to crucify him. We, as Gentiles, as nobodies, even though we dress real cute today, even though we dressed up the best we can, even though we got new shoes and we took a shower and everything, we will steal nobody until... We have this opportunity from God to obtain salvation from him. To obtain how precious it is to be able to hear the word of God. How precious it is for God to take the time to talk to us. The only thing we got good about us is the spirit of God that dwells in through the blood of Jesus. It's the best thing we got. We got nothing. We can dress this doll on the outside. We can paint it. We can do everything. We can, you know, I can put a new suit, take the suit off. With anything like that, the only thing I got is Christ in my life, in Christ alone. He is the only one that gives us the privilege to be here today. Sometimes we feel like, oh, well, I got to do this. and do... You don't have to do nothing. Just depend on Jesus. When we have troubles, you know, I I don't comprehend that in my head, in my brain, in my puny little head. I don't understand how people live without Christ. I don't know how they manage their life. I don't know how their conduct. I don't know how they do it. You know, as Christians, we go, and we go to the Father, and we tell the Father, I'm right here. I need your salvation. I need your help. I need Lord. We need our, our, our relatives to come to Christ. You know, it's so beautiful to have a, de- a total dependency on the blood of Jesus. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to hang on to this thing. I don't want to move too much. I don't know, Brothers. We see it on Romans 8 through 17. It says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You know, it's so the reason we prayed maybe four times right now. I prayed in the morning, I prayed all week, and you guys probably prayed all week. You know, the, and we pray because we know God is hearing us. If we, if we knew that God was not hearing us, we would not pray. There was no need for us to pray. But his ear is attentive. And is listening to us. And he's looking and how much we need him every day. It is so beautiful to know that he can hear us. That's why, you know, when you talk about faith... Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. That's why it's crucial that we take this message to the lost. Why? Because that's the only way they can hear. And then when they hear the word of Christ, it produces faith. And when faith comes around, they'll believe, accept, and they'll accept Christ and be saved. And I don't know another word to put it more simple than that. I mean, we have to know that we have to talk about word of Christ, about the scriptures. That way they can have this, okay? I haven't even started preaching. This is just a warm-up, huh? Eh? So you know, by 5 o'clock, we'll be home, resting. You know, they don't give me this opportunity too much, but... It's just, I study the Word and I read it. It's just get, Brother John, I just get overwhelmed hearing everything in the Word of God that's there. And it's so beautiful. It's so compact. We need to hear the Word of God. The Word of God is is a tremendous blessing. Who are we? Who are we to hear the Word of God? You know, God takes time to talk to us. Are you happy? Are you joyful that God takes the time to hear you? It's am so, so joyful. Said, Lord, how can you hear me? Who am I for you to hear me? And I know it's a question I ask myself. Who am I for you to hear me? And he takes the time to talk to me. He talks to the songs. He talks to me, to my children. He talks to me. You know, sometimes I'm looking at a commercial on TV and God talks to me and God talks to me for, through some employees. He talks to me through you, through the Word of God. He talks to me in different ways. If we, are, if we are, have our ears open, God speaks to you in every way. He talks to you differently. He talks to us because we are his creation. In Ephesians 1, 3, he say, the Word of God says, he blesses us with all With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. All the spiritual blessings. Not just one spiritual blessing. The Word of God says, all, right? Amen? He says, He blesses you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. No one cares in this world. Not even your mom, your dad, your uncle, your son. Nobody cares. More for you and more for me than Christ Jesus, than God, the almighty God, how much he loves us and cares for us. That's why he talks to us, because we are his creation. And not only that, the Bible says that in his divine plan, he shows us before the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before his side in love. He shows us. You didn't choose yourself. You know, one time I, I, I said to a friend of mine, "Say, said, well, I found Jesus. He said, well, you didn't find Jesus. Jesus was never lost. I was the one that was lost. You know, I found Jesus. And, you know, that doesn't make any sense now, but, you know, I know that <laughs> if somebody knew Jesus in this room, was me. If somebody needed salvation, was me. And somebody needed to change, it was me. And the only change came from the Spirit of God, from Christ, dying for me at Calvary. And accepting this truth about the Word of God is why it's very crucial that we hear the Word of God. It's very crucial that faith comes by hearing, and when we hear the Word of God, we can be safe from this corrupted world and in place you and a justification from sinner. To holy because God made it that way. He made it us for us to believe. So it, it, it's so beautiful, you know, when the says before the foundation of the world, I think, you know, in Genesis 1, he says the Spirit of God was over the over the earth and it was deformed. It had no form. And it, before the foundational world, it means to me that we were in the mind of God already. Before the womb, he chose us to be here. He chose us to be able to honor him and to give him the glory that he deserves. Even, in, even if we don't listen to God, sometimes we don't listen to the word of God. You know, you know I'm just going to throw a commercial here. You know, the, the, the only thing that this is going to work and is, is the people of God. Praise for the preachers. Comes ready to hear the word of God. And he's praying for all these things. It was so beautiful to pray in a corporate prayer today. You know, the singing of it was so beautiful. And it's just, you know, I just know. You know why the presence of God is in this place? It's because he's in you, because you are the temple of God. Hallelujah. You are the temple of God, and God dwells in you. That's why when we come together, we love each other. Why? Because the beautiful thing that we got is the Spirit of God in our lives. Hallelujah and it it's so, so beautiful to rest and know that that God does that for us. He wants to establish a relationship with us not only with us, but for the ones they near, they need to hear the gospel, they need to hear the good news and it has got to come from you, beloved, for you people that God chose you before the foundation of the world to take in and take, it, take this gospel with no hesitation, without being afraid. It's not your doing anyway. It's God's doing. So we shouldn't be afraid of this. Okay? How did our ancestors hear the word of God? Hallelujah. We read the word of God, God speaks speak to us directly in the old testament. He spoke through his prophets, through dreams, through angels. And now he's talking through his son and by the Spirit of God. She's gonna give you an example in First Samuel three one. You know, you have time to read all this. Read it. You need to read it anyway. So you know, you don't have to read to give it to you here. You just read it. I want to give you the just the basic part of it. In Samuel, Samuel got called from God, and the word they say he the word of God says that at that time the word of God was scarce, and he says that God talked to Samuel three times. He heard the voice. He heard the voice. How long do we? hear the word of God and obey. You know, God's been talking to me, was talking to me before I surrender. It's not my surrender, it's He's doing. I heard about 20 years that that was a God, that there was salvation. But I had a lot of hang-ups. And I didn't know how to, wait, I didn't know how to get away from that. The only way I could see it is through His mercy. Through His love, through His spirit, and when I found out that was grace, wow! That's grace. There's one of the reasons when I surrendered to God, and then I know, am I correct? This thing I didn't surrender. He gave me this feeling. He's the one that saved me. He's the one that gave me everything I got. I got no say so in the matter. You know, it's like when you're born, you have nothing to do with it. You were born, you had nothing to do with it. You were just, now there's a kid. Now when you come to Christ, you have nothing to do with it. Now you are a new Kairos creation when you come to God. You have nothing to do with it. You know what gets in our way? As intellect, our know-how, gets in the way. The worst enemy that we have It's our flesh, because he wants to go different directions. But guess what? When we belong to Christ, He's the one that leads us. When God was talking to Samuel, Samuel was there. He didn't understand. He went to Eli and said, "Eli, I heard a voice. Never mind. Go to sleep." And then he heard the voice again. Said, "Eli, I heard a voice." He said, "Don't." And now, after the third time, Eli told him, "You know what? It's God talking to you." When He talks. The word, I guess, just tell them, Your servant hears, hears you, O Lord. Your servant hears you. That's when we hear the word of God. It's not who preaches this, it's not who, it, who says this, it it's the scriptures, it's God talking to you directly to your heart. It's Him. It's all His glory. Nothing belongs to us, it's His. That's the way He talked directly to Samuel. You know, one of the prophets. Prophecies that I love the most and in my heart is the Isaiah 7, 9, Isaiah 9, 6, when he talks about the Redeemer, the promised the promise King, the Emmanuel, God with us to know, oh man, I'm just so wretched. How in the world can God dwell in my heart? How is that going to happen? Well, you know, the transformation that God gives us, It's like transforming a cow into a horse. It's so dramatic. Yes, because we were, you know, in our craziness, we were enemies of God. The Bible says we were enemies of God. Even though we're still enemies, it weren't always enemies. Christ died for us. Even though we were rashed, we were the worst. Paul says in in, uh, Romans 7, he says, at me, oh man, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I end up doing. And I found out, he says, that the sin that dwells in me. Why? Because we need Jesus in every aspect of our lives. We need to hear the word of God. And we need to take this to others so others can hear. And when they hear, they'll accept, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. You know, when we see the Bible, hallelujah! we find out that He's talking to us in so many different ways now. Let's look at Hebrews, how he talks to us now. And this is just the word of God talking to us on oh, Hebrews two one. Therefore, we must pay attention. We must put, We must pay put a closer attention to what we have heard. Let we not drift away from it, for since with a message of de- the message was declared by angels and proven by the and was reliable. In every transgression and disobedience, and receive just retribution. How shall we escape? when we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared first th- through the Lord, and it was attested by those who heard, while God is also before witnesses and signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributing according to his will. It's all about the will of God. He's the one that gives you everything you do. He's the one that gives you salvation. He's the one that gives you freedom. He's the one that gives us everything that we owe. It's green material stuff. Say, so, well, you know, I have this house and this other. You know, Johnny says, my desire is for you to be prosper and everything like your soul prospers. So we need to, how do we get our soul to prosper? Through the Word of God. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. That's the only way your soul is going to prosper. And grow. So God talked to him. Now in 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 uh, Hebrews, we go back to Hebrews one, and one two. He says, "But in the last days, He has spoken by by His Son. He spoke through in the first day long ago. We go back to one. We long ago many times and in many ways God spoke through the fathers, through the prophets. But now in these last days, He's spoken to us by His Son." Who he appointed her of all things through whom he also created the world. He is the reliance of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making publication of sin, he sat down at the right hand of your majesty at the high. On high. You know what's so beautiful to know? is why we pray because Christ is interceding for us. When we pray and we get our knees and we, we don't have to get our knees, we can just pray standing up. We do, Just pray. I pray when I'm driving and I pray when I'm working with my hammer, with my saw. I say, God, I don't want to cut my finger. Oh God, just help me out. Get it done. We should be constantly praying. If you don't pray, nobody else is praying. It's so the way I guy myself because I know that I have to intercede for my families if I don't intercede for them. And you know this is a thing. I'm gonna throw another commercial in. Another when we pray, sometimes when it's my mother and my sister, oh Lord oh, God, we make a big we make a big prayer on it. And we should pray for other people in church, something somebody that's not your relative, with the same passion, with the same compassion for them to be healed for them to be saved for them to continue reading the word of God for them, for, you know, read You know, we gotta pray and ask God with the same passion look at the, the word of God how much are we willing to suffer for the kingdom of God I know we don't want to suffer nothing. That's me. If I wish we can cruise through Christianity without suffering, it'd be great. It's not gonna happen. When we come to Christ when He saved us, the devil sought to get us. Satan don't hate you. He wants to destroy you. It's what the Bible says he came to destroy but he came to give us everlasting life. When we read the word of God and we understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ, we understand what Romans 10, 1 says. He says, my heart desires for them to be saved. He's talking about the Jews. He wanted them to be saved. Paul. God, God chose Paul to be to give us the gospel to the, to the Gentiles. But this is what we got going here. Uh, do we have the desire? We don't have the desire? Paul didn't have no desire but to destroy the church. That desire of Paul was to destroy Christianity. He got a letter from the government so he can put him in jail, so he can beat up on him, so he can do whatever he wanted. But guess what? When God called him in Acts 9 1, it says, the word of God.